grade this morning. Before I start, um, let's say a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you praise. We exalt you, Lord, as we come together again, Father, to share your word, to listen to what you have in store for us concerning your word. We pray, Father, that our eyes of understanding is enlightened in the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We exalt you, O God. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to say thank you to the pastorate for an opportunity like this to come and then share on this platform. What I would like to talk about today, I'll title it as um, Cultivating Godly Habits. Cultivating Godly Habits. When I looked at um, the dictionary word of what habit is all about, so, you know, it says that um, habit is a settled or regular tendency or practice, especially one that is hard to give up. It is a routine practice one has done over a period of time and it becomes part of you. Habit over a period of time becomes a part of you. Habit of um, waking up early at a certain time, habit of um, doing whatever thing you normally do at a particular set of time period. And before you know it, your body, your system, everything about you just stay, you know, just goes on like that. Especially those of, you know, people that wake up very early to go to work. If you're the type that wake up early and by five you're out of your house. If it's a habit over a period of time, no matter how late you sleep, no matter how tired you may seem, your body will just wake up at that same time that same clocking time waking you up and you know you just don't know like is today work or something you know it's a habit that your body has conformed to what's this habit that you know you know are formed they they help us to you know they help us in our relationship this habit which i'm going to talk about once we form i know some of us already have it but those of us who are yet to you know, cultivate this habit or yet to make it a day-to-day -day routine. I'm just going to talk about them for you to, to just know. The number one habit which I would like to talk about is um, a thankful heart. Yes, we'll always know that, um, you know, you have to have a thankful heart. In the morning, we say, thank you, Father. And, oh, thank you, Jesus, I'm my weakness day. Oh, thank you, Father, for this. Oh, thank you, Lord. A, a grateful heart is exactly what I'm talking about. A, a heart that is grateful over every little detail thing that's happened to you. Every little thing, every minute detail. Thing. The habit I'm talking about is um, a heartfelt giving of thanks to God our Father. From the depth of our heart, we are so grateful to God. To us in the scripture, if you, you know, when we say, oh, what does it mean? It said, respond to God's goodness and grace with gratitude. And gratitude is um, a thankful appreciation of what an individual receives, whether tangible or intangible. With gratitude, people acknowledge the goodness in their life. That's the gratitude you have, you acknowledge the goodness in your life. A thankful heart, you know, towards God is not the kind of lip service, you know, like 
um, automatically you're just saying thank you. Just like, you know, when we're growing up and we're being trained, when you're being offered a food or you're offered a thing, you just say, oh, thank you, thank you, you know, and you just move on. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You just move on. You know, a thankful heart is the one that from the death, insignificant things you're thanking God. You're moving your car, you're thanking God. You're coming out of a car, you're thanking God. You're just being conscious that our father is the one that has control over our lives. Our father is the one that has control over everything we do. Our father is the one that has made sure that our footsteps are ordered. Our father is the one that makes sure that favor is, you know, we are experiencing favor. We're experiencing the grace of God to accomplish things. We're doing things in our offices, in our school, in our business places, in our marketplaces, wherever we find ourselves, we are just being thankful to our God that, oh, Father, I am grateful. From the depth of my heart, I can breathe. God, I am grateful. If we check First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16 to 18, it says, be happy in your faith and rejoice and be glad-hearted continually always. Be unceasing in prayer. prayer. Prayer continually. Thank God in anything, no matter what the circumstance may be. Be thankful and give thanks. Be thankful and give thanks. You know, be thankful and also what give thanks. For this is the will of God for you who are in Christ Jesus. It is God that has made it possible. Whether you are sad or you're happy, be thankful. Whether you are rejoicing or you're you're not, be thankful. Because our Father is the one that has made you to see today. He has made you to see everything. He has made you to go through everything. You know, no matter what we go through, according to the scriptures, it says that, we pass through some certain things so that we'll be able to comfort others. So we'll be able to tell people, when you are talking to somebody, we'll be able to tell people. There was what I was, we were discussing with, uh, I was discussing with, with my HUD, um Stardio, and something happened to a sister, and I was like, she was like, I said, matter, she was like, how do I do this? How do I comfort this person? I told her, I said, we can't because we have not passed through it. But we can help, you know, ask God to help us to be able to say what can comfort the person and also pray for this person to be able to be comforted no matter what, because it's only God that has the ability to do that. The reason I said that is because if we had passed through that, and I was also discussing with another sister, and I told her, I mentioned this, and she said, she said, sis, no matter what you say, even me that have gone through that. I, you will not be able to comfort this person. I said, wow. For you to be able to say this, then truly, truly, it's only God that can do this job for us. So where am I going to? If we are passing through any situation in life, no matter the situation, have a thankful heart. Have a thankful heart. Coming out of the vehicle, staying in the vehicle, talking to somebody, moving on the street. Whatever you're doing, just be thankful that you have the ability to walk. You have the ability to move. You're not in the hospital. You have the ability to jump. 
you don't have mental challenge. You can think it's God. Everything we do in life, look at it that it is our father who has made it possible for this to happen at every time in that moment. Colossians 2, verse 6 to 7 says, As you therefore have received Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, as you have been taught, abounding in it with what? Thanksgiving. Abounding in him with thanksgiving. Have a grateful, thankful heart towards our God. If you have a desire and your father or your parents or whoever is able to fulfill it, there's a different way you will appreciate that person than the usual, oh, thank you, mom, or thank you, dad, or thank you, sister, thank you, brother. There's a different way from your heart. In fact, it's like from the devil, you, the way you say the thank you, you will know it's quite different from the usual thank you. So I indulge us that wherever we are, whatever we are doing, anywhere, we should be grateful to our father. We should cultivate this habit of thanksgiving, a grateful heart. The second habit which I would like to bring to our notice is God's word. Reading God's word, listening to it, studying it. The other time, um, Bragaza told us, you know, different ways about God's word, different definitions, research, listening to it, and all that. Everything about God's word. God's word is a very crucial part of our lives. In our kingdom, this word of God is the key to anything you want to achieve, to anything you want to receive or benefit from our Father. It cannot be overemphasized because it is the core basis by which we live here on earth. God's word. It is a good habit for us to imbibe in, listening to it, studying it, researching about it because it's 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 written by god to us to know more about him it is all through god's word we'll be able to know the lordship of our father it is still same through the same god's word we'll be able to even live here on earth because everywhere every style every system that we have on earth you can find it in god's word how to navigate through this life system how to know what to do at work, how to visit people, not to gossip about people, not to do this. They are all in God's word. So for us to know more about our father and to please him, we just have to either listen to it or read it or research it or meditate on it or do all that we need to do to make sure that this word of God gets into our system. In the corporate world, the word of God, if you think nothing in the word of God can you know, help you to navigate in the corporate world. It's not it. The way you'll be able to achieve or do things, it's still, you can find it still in the word of God. The word of God, we, you know, we come to know more about this, our father, who this, our father is. You know, when I go for evangelism, there, there's an example I normally cite. And that's when I'm talking to people, I said that, um, if I know you or randomly I come to your door to knock and someone opens the door 
and ask me, yes, can I help you? What do you want? The manner and attitude or the way the person will talk to me will be like stranger level. But if I know you, who I'm talking to you now, I know your name and I come to your house and you introduce me to your parents. Of course, next time I'm coming, I'll be a stranger. They know, oh, this lady is here. How are you? Come and eat. The way they welcome me will be different. Then another example I usually cite to is for me to know you better is to come to your presence, is to relate with you, is to gist with you. And then I will know you don't like like this, you don't like this one, you don't like that one. When we are not in a you know in a company of more people and somebody does something, I say, oh, no, 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 no. She doesn't like this, or he doesn't like this. They'll be like, how do you know? He said, I found out myself too. You know, that is the way we'll find out through God's word. What does God like? How does God want us to comport in this world? How is it? What is it? Everybody's like, oh, God's word, God's word. What is it about God's word? It's everything about God's word. Psalm 119, verse 105, it says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. God's word, every decision you make, every decision you make is through God's word. Part time, that is a lamp. You know our lamp, it cannot see far. It's just to be able to, those are local lamps we used to use those days. It's just to be able to see that you don't place your feet or you don't misstep or something. That's how God's word is done. It gives you information part time, concerning decisions that you make. Then it says, and a light to my path is the same God's word that will flood your path forever. That will make you see far ahead what's happening. So, <clears throat> excuse me, God's word is very, very crucial. So we have to form the habits. How? When we are at a place of work, you can put it on. We have messages which our pastors have you know, they've spoken to us about plug it. Our Google Pass, um, Google Cod, um, podcast is there. SoundCloud is there. At times, you can even go to YouTube, listen to it over and over so that this world will benefit your spirit mind. It will flood your heart. It will enable you to be able to, you know, do things. You might set alarm. You might also send, you know, someone to, oh, buzz me, to remind me, read God's word. I have um, one of my colleagues then, he has a problem of um, not taking water. And I know over a period of time, those that normally do, you know, you know lose weight and all that, they set alarm on their phones. It will just beep, pa-pam-pam, it's time to take water. Pa-pam-pam, it's time to take water. They will, it will remind them to take water. The same thing can, you know, while you're in the car, while you're going home, while you're moving around, you have, you know, loose time on your hands. You are not doing anything, but you can just listen to God's word. You can just open it, listen to it over and over. There's also this Bible reading. At times when I'm, I don't want to, you know, like kind of use my physical eye to read the Bible. I just open the app and I'll start playing it in my ears. It will just be reading and be reading and be reading it to me. You know, we can also do that. You can play it 
and listen to it. You can ask somebody to also prompt you, remind you, be accountable to someone. All we are trying to, all this is what I'm trying to say that cultivate this habit because one day you definitely need that word to be able to withstand every devices that the enemy throws your way. It's God's word. Another device, another habit rather, which I would like to talk about is prayer. Like we know, prayer is a way of talking with God and God also talking back to us through his word or dropping an information or instruction or tell, you know, through his word in the sense that a scripture will just come to your mind. And how will you know that scripture? Is when you stay with God's word. Is when you read God's word over and over, the scripture will definitely come out one day and God will just drop it in your heart. And by the time you open, it's just okay. It just answers your question. It just answers your prayers. So prayer is another vital habit that we need to cultivate. This world system is actually taking a toll on our time. You have to really, 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 really decide in your heart to pray. One time I was listening to a message, it was Mike Mudok, and he said something. He said, we have 24 hours. You owe God two hours, um, two hours, four minutes to be able to relate with God. And I was like, oh. So I held on to that message. I said, so every time, excuse me, I always ask myself, so today, how many hours did you actually gist with God? How many hours did you do anything involving God. Either is it by reading a book? Is it by listening to a message? Is it by listening to, to, to apart from message, you know, is it by listening to the Bible? Is it by studying? Is it by anything? How, how many hours have you involved yourself? Is it by, by praying? How many hours have you prayed today? You know, because every time you pick anything pertaining to Father God, you are having a relationship with him. You are relating with him, whether you like it or not, one way or the other. Our spirit mind is being built up. When I was in school, I was like, ah, I need to go speech. I was telling the brother, ah, I need to go. But the brother laughed. He said, you can't jump the gun. Just like the way a child grows, you cannot jump the gun. The only way you have a stunted growth is if you don't follow some principles, you don't follow some guidelines, you don't go through some things like this habit we're all talking, I'm talking about this morning. If you don't read your Bible and you don't pray and you don't do this, he was just citing, you know, he said, if not, you have a stunted growth, no matter how it is, you still go back to square one. You repeat the class. So you have to farabale, like he said, and just grow steadily and grow to that which God has in stock for you. So, you know, it, it helped me a lot because when then, you know, spiritually, the enemy was like, jim, 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 and you see this person, this thing goes, ah, you need to move there. You want to, you know, kind of jump the class. But you have to come back and follow step by step in knowing God. So prayer, <clears throat> like I said, is a very vital part of our life. If you are looking for a time when you spend that, you know, one hour, two hours or more, apart from the 30 minutes, you know, of um, start your day right with 
you know, with the law, which we normally do, or if you are, you know, face-to-face, doing face-to-face or any of the prayer units, which I know weekly, we have this weekly prayer chain, which we normally do. For you to be involved with God, you have to find out a way to do that. You have to also set up an alarm. You have to call, you know, have prayer partners that can remind you, you, you have to pray. I, I remember when Reb was, uh, we went for a leader's meeting, and Reb was asking, if we have calendar of prayer, those that have, you know, you have to know that, oh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, through Sunday, I'm praying for certain people. I'm praying for myself. I'm praying for Nigerian. I'm praying for some prayer points that we don't even have. As well, like praying for our country, praying for your nieces or nephew or your children, praying for your husband's business or your spouse or the person you're dating with. You know, there are some prayer points that is not even so glaring, but needs to be done, needs to be talked about. Praying about extended family, those who are unsaved, praying for those who are saved, pray, you know, a lot of prayer points, apart from the normal, usual meetings which we attend, that the prayer points have been a lot. And there are some, especially those unsaved, that you really need to spend more than 30 minutes, more than one hour, praying and groaning in the spirit, giving back to them, just like the scripture has, you know, mentioned. My little children who will get I travel. So that to travel is not one hour. Those of you know, those are our sisters who have gone through you know pregnancy stage trying to give birth. It's not one hour. At times, some of them will be like the doctor will check, say no, madam, you still have some more. It's, it hasn't dilated. Oh, two centimeters, and you have to move around, walk around, you know. This part of this aspect of the prayer is for people as either somebody that is about to die or you're standing in the gap of people is not a yam. So you have to cultivate this habit of being sensitive to be able to pray. I remember when I was in UI, I, I, I dedicated, you know, I told God, I made a comment and I said, 12 to 1 every night I'll pray, 12 to 1. That actually helped me to grow spiritually. How do I mean? At times I'll just be in the class and the class lecturer is not around and people are just just there. I'll just keep quiet and I'll go the next thing. Prayer, the prayer spirit will just descend on me. I'll be like, hey, Father, in a class, I'll start praying. Thank God, God has given us a unique way of communicating with him. First Corinthians 14 says, verse two, he that prays in our known tongue, prays not unto men, but unto God. I will pray in tongues right there in class and I'll finish it. Start laughing under my breath, everything communicating with who? God, my father. And he will help me through his spirit. I'll pray perfectly okay. And later on, I will know what I'm praying about. There are times I will know immediately. There are times later on, the thing will just dawn on me that, oh, this is when I hear one or two things happening. I just, oh, this is what God was trying to pass across to me through prayer. Why? Because I've told God. There, there's another thing which I also know through prayer. There are times I might not be thinking about you and I'm just in a particular place and your name just drop. Ah, you need my, you need spiritual assistance. I'll just start praying. I will just start interceding because I know God purposely did this for this and I've seen it work. But you cannot do that if you don't cultivate, you don't give yourself out to praying in the spirit. Always. The scripture even mentioned it. You can cultivate this habit through very, by joining all these various prayer units, which God, you know, church system, 
church has in place, you can also have a prayer partner. Prayer partner is very, 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 very crucial. It will help you. My prayer partner, we have different days, we pray for different things. She will just tell me, a paper list on my sharing. She'll just tell me, she'll just say, see, what's God saying? Ah, when are we praying? You know, it just helps you to remember that ah, somebody, there's somebody you have to give account. Even when we tell ourselves that we have to pray later on or somewhere. Even if you don't Hey, Sister Masha, you asked you this question. You cannot lie, so you better pray. You know, so such things will just help you in cultivating a prayer habit. You can also put set an alarm, consign it. It will help you. It goes a long way. Then another one that I want to talk about, another habit, is confession. Confession means <clears throat> excuse me saying is a former word a former way of accepting what god has you know what we have heard about god what the scripture is saying about god by what mom by saying god's word over and over to yourself by speaking god's word by declaring god's word by saying things from the scripture that belongs to you, affirming to it, saying it over and align your spirit mind to absorb this. It is very important because God's word says something in Proverbs 6 verse 2. It says, you are snared with the words of your lips. You are caught, you are held captive by what you say. One time Reverend told us about this last year that we should confess. A year, a month, a year, a month. And we kept saying it. We had different ways of just declaring it, saying it over and over in the kitchen. When you're stepping out, when you're moving, you just keep mom three saying God's word over and over and over and over and over. Under your breath, you can cultivate this habit. Just being conscious of it. Keep declaring God's word. Keep saying God's word. These habits are crucial life system in this world. It is part of our kingdom for you to be able to operate and know what to do. This habit will help you to grow up spiritually. It will not make you not to be aware of what the enemy is doing because no matter what your spirit mind is sharp and you're knowing day to day what is happening. This habit is for us to cultivate on a day-to-day basis. Thank you very much for allowing me to hear, to speak. Father, we say thank you for your word. We exalt you, O God, as we go day in, day out. We remember in our hearts that we need to stay with your word. We need to be grateful to all that you have done. We need to confess and stay prayed up to help us in our spirituality here on earth in the name of Jesus. Thank you, brethren. And do have a faithful, wonderful day. Thank you.